With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Walk in the blood, yeah. I can see clearly. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Another bow. Somebody just got shot Oh, Lord Oh, Lord Tell me, can you hear Bad 
shattered Body found in the attic Contents of a purse scattered Left over reshattered Clothes tattered Lipstick smeared Broken glass No news reports on the matter Nobody gathered Nothing changed That's the round battle name Some said to me Cause some claimed Lorraine The tag on the foot said Jane I wonder who she was Did she give and receive love Did she fight back Or just gave up She lay dear Legs cold Here gold Framed in the child's pose Bruised nose Seeming stay pantyhose Shot day On the radio Sour singer through the window I wonder if pain Has a tempo I bet it's slow Streets survive Never lived And we die Jeans of bird glass Stealing higher Born on the wrong side Is there a right side Classified I labor so for nickel and dime And who decides I lied by sign In order down the line They see they gentrified Pushes outside the city lines Sirens frame the evening Profile for being not white Breathing Walking the streets Board cops They fiending Probable reason No donut shops The season roll up On a couple cats Bandit speaking Mexicans But they screaming Puerto Ricans They thinking They all the same Fuck them Blow out their brains Killing season It's one hour Wish they could take us all out Let the dogs out Niggas should be hanging from trees Auction off now Blow them up Blast until they all down Fire shots and full force now They never see the courthouse Y'all uh, They never see the courthouse Y'all uh, They never see the courthouse uh. They never see the courthouse uh, uh, They never see it Hey Today on the block, somebody just got shot today on the block. Look, y'all, watch the day on the block. Day on the block, day on the block. Another body dropped. Somebody just got shot today on the block. Look, y'all, watch the day on the block. Another body dropped. Somebody just got shot. Look, y'all, watch. Another body dropped. Somebody just got shot. Look, y'all, watch. Today on the block. Today on the block. Today on the block.
Good day, good day. Good day, everyone. How are you? This is Jacqueline Taylor Adams, and I am your temporary host for this moment in time. We are now in the midst of bad boys. Why do boys to men, why are boys to men dying so soon? This program is presented by the Rotunda at the University of Pennsylvania in partnership with Maurice Henderson and Master Real Radio. Right now we're working to tie into the Zoom that is going on now. It is live. If you like to visit the Zoom, go to B as in boy I T dot L Y forward slash uppercase B O D uppercase B O Y Z and um Again, that is B as in boy, I-T dot L-Y forward slash, and it's uppercase R, lowercase E-G, the number four, uppercase B-O-D, and then uppercase B, lowercase O-Y-Z. So that's Reg for Bod, B-O-D, boys, B-O-Y-Z. If you go there, you can log into the live Zoom. And we're going to play a little music while we call into the Zoom, and you'll be able to listen in as well. We just got finished listening to Walking the Block by Kuanaru, and that featured um, um, it featured another young lady, and we'll get her name soon. But while we're waiting um, to get in, we're going to go to Believe by Meek Mills featuring Justin Timberlake. You know, I still believe, still believe that you and me. Cause every night I go to sleep, go to sleep, I can see it like a movie in my dreams. Put my face. How we gon' follow our dreams locked in a prison? They try to swallow me whole, God be my witness Deprive me out of my dreams, but I'm relentless I want the money, ain't never want attention So I don't pay attention to comments and all the mentions Cause they ain't see my vision I was washing dishes till my rats turned into riches Glad when it was Christmas We ain't even barely in presents, but we was gifted In a school of failure, we present perfect attendance Welfare, baby, we working with what they give us Made me some comments, judge still gave me a sense No period, city girls looking scared When it's really real in your bank account 20 mil in your house Up on the hill in your phantom In the driveway you walk out And see the girl, thank God you believe Make sure you pray when you kneel you know, Jay. I, Jay. 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 I still believe, still believe it You and me Cause every night I go to sleep Go to sleep, I can My face in the dirt on the ground Till I break up the thing back to crown Yes, you can break my body But you can't lock me full yeah. of a man down uh, My bank account, it was on Super Zero Ain't never panic, I'm a superhero Superhero, superhero. Uh. 
target my goals and I'ma shoot the arrow. When God turned the heat up on me, he said, you the Nero. Play your part. Got some brains like Scarecrow. Let's play it smart. Cause we ain't playing checkers, this is chess. Play your pawn. Sit back like a king when they move, make your mark. And never ever let your competition take your heart. Say, I believe in myself. When everybody stop believing, never leave on yourself. They had my back against the wall, I had to lean on myself. Almost made me put my dreams on the shelf. I'm tripping. Laws of attraction, you just think I'm rapping. I'm just putting out the energy so I can grab it. Everything that's in my memory that I imagine is finally here. 100 million in a year. Okay, again, we just got finished listening to Believe by Meek Mills, and now we're going to put on uh, we're going to do um, Chosen by Afik, and this was a song that was on um, Songland. It didn't get picked as a winning song, but it's a great song. This is again for our brothers. Show me what to love, what to hunt, what to fight, what to kill for. Show me 
me what to love, what to hunt, what to fight, what to kill for. And show me what the man, what the king, what the god, what the mere for. And show me what the love, what the hunt, what the fight, what the kill for. And show me what the man, what the king, what the god, what the mere for. Okay, again, again, okay, guys, um, we're going to listen to some good music. Now, this Zoom is going to go on, and the show is here for 120 minutes. So for our first half hour or so, we are going to be rocking music while we work. Um, we had some technical difficulties, and we're working things around. So we're in three spaces. We've actually been doing some phenomenal things in order to stay on the Zoom, manage the Zoom as well as this show. But in the meantime, you know, I have some great great things here for you to listen to that, again, we are empowering that male spirit. And um, so we just, you know, we're going to move on. Um, next, we are going to listen to Getting Started. Uh, this is Hobbs and Shaw. Again, another, this is Aloe Black song that was produced on um, Songland. This is the one he chose. This was the one in song. So, um, and we'll be right there. This ain't for the money. This is for the love. This is sweating through my shirt before the sun's up. Thought that I was sure. Thought that I would stop. But now I got him waiting for the other shoe to drop. Oh, I'm a flame burning bold in a world that's so cold. And I'm just getting started. With beginner's love If I fall first Then lift me up Never call curtain Common courtesy Curiosity It killed the kitty But it got to work for me And it readily I manifested something great But it's still don't determine The fate I'ma turn the tables From the cradle to the grave Heavyweight Leg day Steady pray Heavy head Wears crown Way down Every day Here now Make a way Clear foul lane Change breaking out The crazy house So whatever them people Was saying about me It's a lever You not on my level The engine is revving I'm ready I'm ready I swear you gon' care about me I'm just getting started I've been making moves before We're going to break in to allow you to listen in to the ongoing Zoom. Right now, Hezekiah um, Davis is speaking. And again, this is bad boys. Why are boys to men dying so soon? My sister, she, she did a, she did a, uh, 
her, her and her friends did a did a did a social en- environment study, okay. which I, I'll explain later. It, it's crazy, but I made an album called I Predict the Riot just from her studies, and I made this album in 2007. And I predicted what we had today because, like we were saying, as everybody on here has mentioned, cause and effect. What we're what people focus on is the effect; they don't focus on the cause. And why? Because what happened? You know what I'm saying? What happened? I'm glad you said that. It's always the um, man. What do you? You know? Why did you do that? You know what's going on in your in the plan instead of trying to understand what made you want to do something. Like to be able to ask them that open-ended, simple question where they can actually think and process it. You know, it's always the blame. There he is. You know, you did it. You're gonna pay for it. You know, and and we gotta figure out now. You know, we are in a society where we want to cancel people so fast, right? We want to throw people away so fast without really understanding or really under you know getting to the antecedents of what it is that is causing them this pain to be able to act out. And until we remove our own veil of pride and, um, you know, we know we know what's best because we're the elders, we, we have to get rid of that mentality and allow them a comfortable space where we can engage collectively and collaboratively instead of, like, in a hierarchical kind of looking down at them. Because this young, they're not trying to hear. They'll tell you in the OG, I ain't trying to hear. But that's. And, and also that's an effect too. That's a cause and effect too that I understood because I understand programming. And this, I talked to my nephew about this program of uh, how, how it separated the generations. First, they separated the sexes by you can watch movies like uh, uh, um, Claudine, you know James Earl Jones about the welfare system, how they keep the man out the house. You know what I'm saying? Then these kids are they don't even know how they're affected. First, it's the slavery system. Then it's, then it's the, you know, one thing after the next. Then it took the man out of the house. But then you got kids running around with testosterone, but when they were estrogen emotions, with guns, and don't know how to fight. Don't, you know what I'm saying? So, so, so they didn't have men around to teach them how to, how to hold that testosterone in, right? So then you got the medicine, the medicine. So then you got to get them drugged up, right? So then you got to drugged up. So then they have a chemical imbalance because, you know, with that health. So these kids need health also. Within this thing, they need they need holistic health to to, to, to center themselves, not not medicine. So you're dealing with chemical imbalance, you're dealing with the the, the, the home imbalance, which is carbon, which is estrogen and, and, and testosterone, the balance, right? Because that's what that's what carbon is. Your body's made up of four minerals: nitrogen, hydrogen, carbon, carbon, and, and um, oxygen, right? So so if the hydrogen, so if the carbon in your body is the estrogen and nitrogen, so you're off there on balance, right? So then you guys. Okay, I want you to add the adrenaline with the ATCG in a way it's affecting the fight or flight. Well, Is that the nitrogen? The, the amino uh, acid? Yes, yeah, amino acid. So you got yeah, that's nitrogen. And the way that it's yes, so the stress is creating more stress. You just can't say it. Okay. All right. So, so we have young people coming on, so we have to spare. So let's not overspeak them. With we, have to, we don't wear that. We don't wear that. It's a relationship. We have to relate. So, 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 so one thing that Ose said: we have to have outcomes. So, so we know that prosperity books is um, 
what we're going to do is get everybody to tell uh, out there. We know that everybody will get the house and the vaccine uh, for free. We know that Monique has overall training that she's going to be dealing with uh, juvenile justice. And we know that uh, Darren has been on call, uh that he wants us to attend. Darren, can you tell us the next minute of color meeting? Yeah, we have another minute of color meeting. We do it every third Saturday, I mean, excuse me, every third Thursday of the month. So um, we just did one not long ago. We'll have another one um, in March um, coming up. And, and it's really a really good space where, you know, we have brothers um, both in on Penn Campus and outside. They come, and we have different topics, you know, about health, wellness, um, mental health, um, all types of issues. Um, and, and we just come and talk in a space where we don't have to worry about being politically correct. We don't have to worry about being, you know, making sure that, you know, you're a student and all this other bullshit. We don't do that. You know, we want to be able to give you a space where you can be able to talk and engage, right? And that's the key. Even with young kids, we have to give them that space to engage. If we can strengthen that communication line with the kids and with the people, the kids, the brothers upstate road, you know, but the fire if we can do that, that's what we need. They need to be heard. And then we can figure out what is the next step. What do we need to do? How can uh, I? And, and, and then, so, so Dan, we, uh, we thank you. We know that you have to um, get back to uh, the 7 o'clock program at the University of Pennsylvania. This event is sponsored you know, by... You know my, you guys, that's right. You know my boss. So you know I got to get it on pop. <laughs> right. So, so, I want so, to make sure you include me in anything that you do because, you know, this is my passion. I've been doing this for, you know, they want, and I love working with kids, and I love change. I know my brother Jack Drummond is the same way. Um, we are in the struggle, man. And right now, we are in the midst of, of uh, dealing with some negative spirits around Satan and what's happening in our community. That we have to fight through what's happening. We can't succumb. And, 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 and what I like is that I know we have three CAC candidates. That will be Darren, that will be Jack, and that will be uh, Ose. So, Welcome, new, new doctors. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, give me, so, give me, maybe by May, then we can talk. I'll be a wrap. So, so, so I appreciate you. Thank you. Have a good right. Thank you. Thank you. So let's go to uh, Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones, are you there? Oh, he has a program that said he popped off. Um, um, my mistake. Uh, Monique, can you tell us about overall uh, training and what it is that you're doing with juvenile justice? Monique, yeah, can you tell us what uh, OR training is doing to solve the problem of juvenile justice? Yes. So I agree with everything that Hezekiah is saying and, and the, uh, the the teacher from Penn. I didn't catch his name. But what I will say is that um, I absolutely agree. I've been teaching in trade schools. I'm a workforce development uh, group sponsor, the first black woman um, to have this registration. Uh, my business is to go into schools or go into uh, different businesses and deliver or develop different types of training programs that will be registered through the United States Department of Labor so that we can have real certification. Um, I speak very, very seriously about, I feel like the 80 days, I'm definitely coming from the Meat Mills era, and I hate to just use that name, but everyone understands that. We come in from the crack epidemic, and, you know, I totally comprehend everything that everyone is saying, and the relatability or conversation, in my opinion, is just not enough anymore. Now, um, I don't want to be the crack, to I don't be... 
We have to be able to build relationships and structure what it is that we're doing and implementation. And, you know, being supplying so that we can be allowed that implementation, so that we can come out of just a nonprofit arena and we can go and not the for-profit, for-profit, for big money, but we just have to over. And I'm very serious about what it is that I see because we are having a whole lot of meetings at a whole lot of different um, arenas. However, the implementation or the daily intake that it is to be able to love each other, to be able to understand or be able to have a conversation is very difficult for us. Did I say something wrong? I'm sorry, but 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 the but the, uh, the the communication thing partly is from it was an era. You're talking about the era of the '80s, baby. What came after the '80s? So by the time the baby the '90s. So even though we the '90s, what happened
Hi, um, Marie. Are you just okay, right. So, uh, so, so you start this whole thing about, about preparedness, safety, and the church. I'm on the program. Huh? All right. So, uh, what's your what's your idea about? Because young folks need to know about preparedness, safety, and the church. All right. Well, I know time is limited, so um, I didn't even think I'd get a real chance to focus in on a whole lot. But the most important thing I can tell everybody for this group is that by working with these young people on the street right now, there's two things, two or three major things that must be done to save our young people. Number one, we must create an economic system that just is specifically focused for the young people from age about eight years old to 18. There should be a complete, separate, total uh, um, economic system that young people are taught how to use their skills and to help their families to be an asset to the family from the time they're eight years old until the time they're 18, going to become an adult. There should be a system that these young people can count on to get the materialistic things they want out of this society other than from cheating, robbing, and stealing from whoever is in their close environment, which is their family, friends, and their community. Um, teaching, teaching the difference between what they need as material and what they I want. I want system where a young man is brought in when he turns eight years old and it should be operating already in the school system. But the third thing I was suggesting that we have to do is um, we want to have an individual created in our society that does not exist right now. It's a total uh, unique idea of intentionally creating someone in our society that have no purpose in our unique society other than to take an adult from the time he is created in the mother's womb and to watch over that child throughout the time until they're 18 years old and, and, and released out of society as an adult. There should be there's something that never existed before because there never was a need like there is now before. Now that technology and uh, communication and uh, transportation can take somebody across the whole country in five or six hours, a young person is, can make that. There's never in history because a young person go from California to New York on their own or even a death plan or anything else. It just didn't exist in four or five hours. It's bringing young people into the society, but the society needs to upgrade the resources that a child has. So I propose as part of my plan, we create what I've called the um, community resource officer. It's, uh, their job is to function in our society only to bring the children to be a caretaker is separate from the mother, father, the state, that have no responsibility and answerable to nobody other than to whatever they do to deal with that child. Um, and this is something that doesn't exist right now that we absolutely must have. And then the third thing is to um, right now to deal with the young people out here right now, the males that are dying. Two things there. Number one, from birth. We already know for a fact that this healthcare system, especially in Florida, the entire criminal justice department in the United States of America needs to look at the state of Florida. 
it is impossible for a study that just came out, released by Northwestern University, to say that three times as many black babies die if the uh, if the doctor is a white doctor with a white nurse. That's impossible. In any situation, it's impossible for there to be statistics of three times the number of black babies dying if the doctor and nurse is white than if the doctor and nurse is of any other color. That's impossible other than, other than criminal intent. I know I'm an expert in this. And, um, but for the other young men out here right now, the main thing they need from us is a massive movement of all their black elders to get these young black men rehab services, rehab. Half of the reason why the young men that are out here between the age of 20 to 35 dealing with any of these drugs out here is they all been in prison. That's the main thing they have in common. But the other thing is they are all hooked on opioids. Every single one of these guys is selling drugs out here that's over 21 years of age. The ones that are doing it from 16, 17, 18, they're just trying to copy and come behind the older ones as an economic way to make money. But the older ones are all, I can see this every day I deal with all of them right here on the street in Philadelphia. So every single one is addicted to drugs. The only, none of them have jobs or any income. The only way that they can support their habits right now without killing all of us out here is just buy 20 of these tabs or pills and sell 10 and the other 10 million for their habit every single day. And the only thing that these young guys are scared about here is having a go through rehab. They all want to go through rehab. Every single one of them wants to go to rehab. Every single one of them wants to be the man that they know that they do. Hold up. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. So now, folks, let's hold our comments to two minutes so that we can move. Because I'm right. so happy. So Jerome Fordham is, is on the line. And he is on the spot. Because I told the author, if y'all want y'all book to be distributed, he is the one to go to. He's owner operator of our fancy bookstore. Uh, he is a distributor. And so when Ote says, uh, uh, I need some books, keep it black till we get back. <laughs> and then I had called, uh, I said, I don't know what to talk. He said, you know. Because we're a natural black office And I'm sitting there. And um, Ote called me. He said, listen, wow. Tell Jerome, I got a hookup. A hookup. And so I, I really didn't know what was going on. And so Jerome said, he said, listen, um, I went by the facility school. He met the president. He met uh, everybody. And I said, he said, oh, say some charm. <laughs> I said, I had no idea. So he said, listen, I got to go teach a class. I said, you teach a class? He said, ain't that what we're supposed to be doing? And uh, yes, it uh, is. And so it's good to be online with, with those who are from um, making the black institutions, making um, university. It's good to be online with my senior college from U.S. Japan, uh, faculty, staff, non-popular the uh, man of, of cult. Now, it's, it's good to be online with uh, Ote Protege, uh, Robert Davis. That's, that's how I know it's doing. And that's how we got to start doing the young, gifted, and black uh, with rap. But, Jerome, 
if we need books to explain the state of condition about young people, what do you think that we should be doing? Like, so what you give to uh, Ose to make him throw us down? Because it's cool, right? Like, they're all into it now. Thank you, Ose. He gave me every every book you can imagine. Um, we have um, we have um, we have books on everything. I mean, from Emmett Till to um, Destruction of the Black Civilization by Chancellor Williams. Um, he didn't miss a, a spot. And um, and the, one of the things that you know was was important to see that the the uh, children gravitated to the book, and for for those who weren't readers, they were curious. Those who were readers, um, they grabbed the books and bringing them back. And I think it's important of having our children read and um, kind of disconnect from um, social media um, is very important because it expands mind, expands their vocabulary. Um, it, it calms them down too, especially when you can have um, a discussion with them. I think one of the um, most important um, things, I think we have to be, relate um, to our children where they're at and um, not be uh, afraid about it. You know, I think we, have, we definitely have to sit down, be quiet, and listen to them. And once we do that, then we take our experience and help them navigate through what they to what to um do what they go through. Because I think school is a safe place for a lot of them. And I talked to a young man today and he said, um he said, I seem cool when I'm here and I relate to everybody, but at home struggling, I don't even have a bed to sleep in. You know, sometime I don't even he said, but I don't bring that onto y'all, but on the, on the inside, I'm struggling with that. So, and just the trust of that alone um, is important because we need them to open up and not close up. And the books that Jerome actually um, brought to us, over a thousand books, um, is having them open up more. Um, and, and, and then, so, it, it's one thing that I want to say. So, Monique has her own book. Uh, Monique, I really want you to refer to your own book. We also have uh, have on my Fashia X. Who is from Boys So Fashia, you don't need these books in your school. Fashia is a newly appointed president of the Association of African Americans. He is my um, my mentee, so to speak. And so let's go to Jerome. No, no, like. This exchange that you had, okay. We are so proud of all of your accomplishments. We are so proud you and Jack working on your PhD. Um, done it. Um, remarkable. We are so proud of what it is that you and Jack have done and working with boarding schools, private schools, independent schools. Uh, we are proud and we thank you all. Because you all show that um, wherever you come from determines your destination. Uh, Jerome? Thank you so much, Professor. I, I want to thank you for the opportunity just to share. 
uh, because you made it all possible for being the kind of professor and man and mentor who you are. We met over 20 years ago, and when you walk into my bookstore, you walk into my office and sat on my computer like you own the place. When you tell me, when you said you from the University of Penn, I know that's the school my wife went to the law school there. I said, well, I, I, know, I know I'm in good company. So I said, I just felt free. I felt relaxed and we hit it all from there, and uh, we've been friends ever since. And it was a pleasure for me to go to this school and meet the staff with Mr. Johnson there. I enjoyed the people. I enjoyed him. He was a great staff of people. And you talk about humble folks who just want to get the job done. We worked hard to please them. We, we went there to see what the need was. And because what we do, we work in people's vision. We want to know what their vision is and how we can fit into their vision, what they want, what they see happen, what they want to see happen. So we go there as a listening part first to where what they want and how we can fit into that. And that's what we did. And we just hope and pray that they were pleased with our success because we, we worked hard. And all those few months, we got them what they wanted. It took a little minute, but we got them everything they wanted. And I, I hope and pray that they are pleased with our success and our effort. It's all because of this one Professor Maurice Henderson. If it wasn't for Professor Maurice Henderson, we wouldn't be where we are today. I thank, I thank God for you, Maurice Henderson. I pray for you all the time. I pray for James Johnson and your school to be successful. And anybody that blesses me, I pray every month that God bless them continually. Bless them and their family as they go through the struggle of life that we are all going through now. Thank you for the time to share. I appreciate that. And anybody can help with books or anything, just let us know. And we'll be glad to come and just fit, in your, fit into your vision, with which one to get done for your students. But our thing is every child reads. We want kids to read. When you read, you can lead. When you read, you know. When you know, you can grow. When you grow, you can go. Because if you don't know, you can't go, you can't grow. It's a bad thing to be in a car and then all of a sudden, the real going to a train track and the real sign come down and says, stop, you don't, and you keep on going, you don't know what that means. That, that's the bad thing. So we want you to read, comprehend to read, and get understanding of what you're reading with and reading on. But there's all the people. There's, there's, a, there's, a one song like, there's a Karis one song you would like called uh, the book song. <laughs> and he, he just counts out all kinds of books that people, he recommends all these books to read, but he, he says it in a rap. And, 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 and then, so, Hezekiah, yeah. let me give you a hint. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to get uh, the rap to put their letters in a book. Uh, O.J. was around, and Rob was around. They appeared with Jill Stout. And um, Jill Stout came out with a thing. Uh, I, I know what saying. Jill Stout comes from Natural Black Art Book. And so was Black Eyes. Uh, and then, so, just that was one of the first, you know, so artists to do a book. Uh, and then, of course, you know, if, if, if you do a book, that had to be stopped being famous and get all this stuff uh, into a book so we can get um, um And those things, uh, those no, he, he, he's a little so, uh, we call him, he needs to stop playing. Because uh, he sings. Never heard that before. Uh, uh, and, and so, so, so this is what I'm saying. This is our, our, our uh, Kilani, uh, 
how Larry's needs to be in the book so we can get them to uh, the school. Bashe, are you there? Bashe is on hold. And Douglas Russell. Douglas? So, uh, wait, hold on. Tahin uh, Shields. Tahin. Tahin? So I, so I think folks are, are coming on from uh, some people are. Uh, can, we, can I recommend the book for the youngsters? Uh, uh, no, wait. Only if it comes to uh, Jerome. No, no, so no. Does he have conspiracy to destroy black boys? Okay, so that's Jerome's country. Right, so uh, any book that uh, we're talking about, you guys roll through the room. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Uh, Monique. Uh, Monique. Uh, all right. So, so Monique, Jerome is on the line. He is a book distributor. So whatever books you need for overall training, please work with him. Remember? I would absolutely love that. We have a, um, a radiology book and a career development book that is just about finished. And I would love to get it done as soon as possible. So, you know, whatever it is that you need from me so that we can um, push this forward it would be a blessing. Okay. And, and then so I have published it because Jerome is not uh, – I haven't pushed him towards publishing uh, as of yet. But uh, that may be in the future. Uh, one uh, never knows. But then, you know, so what I'm saying, like, for those that come on for a boy's land, for those that come on for the Shelton, the children's Shelton uh, CDC, we need to have libraries. Have to start creating libraries. Jose has done a wonderful job in um, the whole idea about libraries. Now, uh, I'm going to put the envelope just a little bit, Jack, and I got it. So um, tell us how the idea of diversity, inclusion, and multiculturalism plays a life in young folks. Yeah, so, so, Jack, you got to mention your job. I'm sorry, can you repeat the question? <laughs> so how does it play out in the life? I, I, so, so tell us how your idea of diversity, inclusion, um, and multiculturalism plays a life in young people. I think, in short, really, DEI, DEIA, DEIC, you know, belonging, they all, they, you know, all these different letters and, and words and that sort of thing, um, it boils down to really kind of getting people at the table um, and getting people in seats, you know, to make, to transform what's going on currently and what's been going on for years and years. But one thing that I wanted to point out, and this doesn't speak directly to uh, the question that you asked, but I wanted to point it out, you know, quite often when we have these types of conversations around, you know, violence, um, I, don't, I don't generally get that we, and when I say we, I'm talking about melanin and rich folks, you know, um, are talking about it from a balanced perspective. I know that, you know, we, we approach it from a deficit perspective, you know, um, and in my, you know, uh, I guess my, my understanding, violence is, is in some forms a natural phenomenon of humanity. Now, the choices that we make um, to be violent and how we're being violent in many of us, whether it's young folks or folks, you know, who uh, are more experienced, you know, is a different thing. So I think we could, you know, talk about that. But I don't, I don't ever hear us talk about this balance perspective and when violence is actually good to use within our communities. Many things that we've accomplished over the years, 
you know, um, and the shoulders that we stand on has has been birthed out of violence, you know, okay. in many ways. And no, hold on, real quick, many ways, shape, form, and fashion. You feel me? So I think that that's one thing that we kind of need to, uh, you know, like at least approach, you know, this balance perspective. In my estimation, balance is power. So don't necessarily just talk about it from this deficit-based, you know, perspective. Talk about how it can be used for its good as well. But there's some good elements to violence, you know, um, if it's used in strategy, you know, sort of strategic ways. Also, that um, I think that we need to understand our lane. Quite often, many of us are doing lots of things, whether it's for ourselves, our families, our communities, the youth, et cetera, and a lot of times we don't feel like we're accomplishing much, you know, um, but we are in many in many regards, you know. Um, understanding your lane, just because you're not getting, you know, blown up on social media or publicly recognized or awarded and all these sorts of things, um, does not mean that you aren't doing things incrementally to change what's going on and to transform what's going on. So I think that that's something we need to take into perspective as well, our lanes. And I think that leads into a deeper discussion of this, what I'm going to call, I guess, right now, a culture of violence, right? So one thing, when I think about culture, I think about five you know, um, elements, you know, I think about um, language, I think about food, I think about ritual, religion, I think about aesthetic, and I think about the arts. And when we talk about it again, we need to really transform our language. A lot of us have been saying the same things about violence, you know, um, you know, since, <laughs> since we learned about it, if you will. Quite often, um, the food that we eat, our health, our wellness, our mental wellness, et cetera, um, either promotes uh, or discourages, you know, violence and violence off. So that's another discussion, you know, and another lane that people might be in. In terms of ritual and religion, uh, you know, we're a product of, of many things that are going on in the quote-unquote religious world, but in terms of rituals, the things that we do on a daily basis need to be explored. Um, aesthetically, you know, in terms of how we look, we're still fighting the fight, whether you can wear locks to work or, you know, and all this other nonsense that, you know, we bring certain things aesthetically to various environments, and I think that that either promotes or discourages this understanding of violence that we're in as well. And then the art, I think, which can be used as a transformative, you know, um, model for, you know, um, our understanding around violence as well. So anyway, again, like I said, to make a long story bear, uh, bearable, DEI, DEIB, and all these other sorts of terms and, you know, terminologies, um, fit comfortably within the conversation about bringing people to the table, but I also think that we need to kind of change our ways in terms of how we approach it. Oh, this is just, you gotta see. Okay. okay, um, Jack, um, uh, my Catholic brother, uh, you holding back, though. You are really, really holding back. All right, so, so, hey, hey, right there. Right there. Yes. Are you online? I want you to know. So now you got a book, sir. You got speakers. I told you, I want to send in one of my folks to be one of the speakers for the graduation. You got to make this. So, so this is uh, Vachel, my mentee uh, from Boys Latin. He is uh, the newly appointed president of the Association of African American uh, uh, Young Folks. I'm not African American Young Entrepreneurs. So he said, he said, he named um, five schools that he wanted to attend. And I said, um, for his list of all the alumni, call him up and let's get it, it on and pop. So um, I was at Boys uh, Rats, and for two weeks it, it didn't go well. And um, so I said this maybe you should be doing uh, uh, something else. And this something else really is that I've been going with him for uh, 
Wow by Cher. It's um been since August. Um that's going on on uh six months. So uh I I'm gonna thank you for being um my um my mentee. I met him when he was um uh, seventeen. I told him, um, but you get twenty one. He likes to change. Um number I know. So uh I've been told that some people don't want to lease ideas about their life. Now, um, Bache is a father, um, and he's also so now he's a leader, his father, and he's going to uh, college, and he, he's also playing sports. He's going to Bache? Yes. All right. So this thing about uh, young folks, because at your school, so many young folks have died. And what's that? Why? What's going on? Um, I don't know. I, to be honest, I think the way that you know, the way that we are brought up in today's society is different from the way you guys are brought up. Granted, killings still happen the same way, but I think killings are you know taken off at a higher rate. And I think the thing that plays a big part in it is social media. You know, the way that everybody can just post something and you know tag somebody or just tag their location. And say where they at, and like a thousand or a hundred thousands of people could just see it all at once, facing a big factor. Like I've seen it in my face where someone posts someone their story and post location, then like probably ten minutes later, people pull up like, "Hey, yo, I caught you now," and it got bad. So I think the reason why a lot of murders and all that stuff happen is um because of social media. Um, but as far as my school though, like since I've been there, it's been what like people that that died from of violence, uh, one from suicide. Ever since I've been there, um, two of my friends were killed in the past year or two from um, gun violence. So it's definitely weighed heavy at my school. Um, to be honest with you, I don't think we can stop this rate of killing. Um, and at best, we can try to do is contain it because over the pandemic, once everyone was able to get a lot of free money, especially from PUA and PPP loans and stuff like that, no matter what you did to get it, you know, you got it. Um, instead of using it for good, people took that money and opportunities to, you know, buy guns and stuff like that. And when they buy guns, they gave it to young people, and then that spread to the, you know, the killing. That's why we broke a thousand murders for the last two years, something that my dad and my grandfather have never seen. You know, so I feel as though as, as far as, you know, you know, stopping gun bonds, I don't think we would never stop it. But as far as containing it, I believe that's something that we can do. I think we got to open up um, more group homes for kids, keep them off the street, you know, open up more mm-hmm. records and to get them, you know, um, off the street. You know, I think Rexton is, is a way for us to go play basketball, play football, you know, keep us busy instead of being on the streets and killing people. So I think that's what that's something we can do. I care. You know, I don't mean to cut it in because what you're saying is the point that needs to be driven. And it's the point, one of the points that I've been trying to drive for the last two years now. You are absolutely correct, young man. Um, I'm really sorry to hear that you had to witness so many of your brothers, you know, die or murder, you know, in front of your face. And that's not something that's easy to take in, you know, when it's back-to-back like that. So I just want to apologize for our irresponsibility of listening to each other so that we can diffuse the actual situation in our environment. And one of those things is just the, the operation of debate. The operation of debate because everyone is trying to figure it out. We're all trying to figure it out, the code 
of what it is that's going to take. And I appreciate you just being around every time that you're around. It's the third or fourth time that I have saw you, and you have always been very consistent. So I just want to let you know that I appreciate that you're reaching out, and I pray that everything that we're doing will be able to help remedy what it is that's going on now. I want to give you some encouragement right here because um, we're working very diligently, especially with overall training, in order to um, create an environment that's going to be safe for you, um, an environment that's not for debate. It's not up for debate. We know that you guys need three things. The PUA money does not matter. We know that we need skills. We know that we need training. And we know we need sustainability for our community. We know. But we also need help. Please. Hey. We all need a whole bunch of love. And discipline.
and that responsibility as an elder is to make uh, sure that our culture and our history and our possibilities are passed on to not just the next generation, but their their children and their children's children. So my way of actually celebrating my 90th birthday was to decide to uh, publish a youth edition of the Mojo Magazine. Uh, and that's really what I'm going to talk about in a minute. The Mojo Magazine came out of the third Black Power Conference of 1968. It was uh, agreed to by over 56 delegates that came to Philadelphia uh, at that time because black people were, uh, well, we're still in danger. But at that time, we were experiencing during the late 60s that we were definitely an endangered species. And the more things change, the more they remain the same. But... Uh, one of the uh, decisions that were was made at that conference was that this country kills what it does not understand. So uh, I was in a workshop with 72 other uh, communicators from print and electronic media, and I did not raise my hand. I want you to know that. I was sitting in the back of the classroom, so I don't know how I got slugged. But anyway, they uh, asked me, to take on the responsibility of uh, increasing the understanding for our survival. Uh, and and uh, I left that conference with a resolution to implement that uh, for my people. And from that uh, agreement came the publishing of Emoja Magazine, which will be celebrating its 54th anniversary in September. But we had never published a youth edition. And I thought that that would be a great way to celebrate my natural birthday, was to, would be to publish uh, for uh, our next generation of thought leaders and for our empowerment for future generations to have a magazine which would only be uh, only those between the age to 25 will be able to be published. Uh, and the question that I'm going to ask the authors is what Dr. King asked back in 1967. And his question was, where do we go from here? Chaos or community? So I'm going to ask the young writers to answer that question. I want to have uh, the articles submitted uh, between uh, 1,500 to 2,000 words. Um, and I also uh, want the uh, young people who are going to be uh, public to understand clearly that the Mojo Magazine uh, is distributed through the computer globally. So whatever is written will be not just read in itself. It will go across the country. It will go to the Caribbean islands. It will go to, of course, Africa and also to England where they have a uh, large 
that kind of, you know, intimidated me. It made me kind of want to stop a little bit. But the dean and the principal, I'm apologize to me, like, slept along with me while I sang and stuff like that. And that was the beginning of my uh, journey for the school tour. I also performed at a few of the mastery schools and um, two graduations. But mainly I was just asking what's going on with the school tours. Is there any going on? Because I'm interested in starting one. And I wanted to incorporate a T-shirt workshop with, like, showing how to make designs and, you know, bringing a few uh, pressing machines. I basically add in curriculum if they would. Um, I heard it was a different lady on here who said she's a part of making things certified. So I think it should be some type of uh, printing workshop, literacy for making music, um, class, you know, writing songs or poetry. That would help with the healing. Well, that's what I use it for. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. We can make that happen. But Queen Mother is is 90. Um, uh, um, we need to give Queen Mother the last word. Uh, Jack, are we available for, for, for Queen Mother? Jack, are we available for Queen Mother? All right. So, uh, Queen Mother, um, uh, these are your last words. Queen Mother, uh, we want to thank you, uh, especially me. I met um, I'm in New York in the 1990s, and President Reagan said, you need to go to the House of the Moses in Philadelphia. And I came here in 84, and I've been here ever since. Watch out. There's a documentary uh, coming out the House of Moses. But we got books. Um, 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 we got uh, records. We got a lot of things. So, Queen Mother, um, what are what are our march, marching orders at age ninety? What was the question? I, I said, what are our marching orders? My marching, uh, the marching orders are uh, people in time. We are a resilient people. We have been here over four hundred years, and uh, we have been able to survive. But we are still a species. So I think my marking orders to keep on keeping until the day comes when we are free. Thank you. We, uh, uh, we thank you. Uh, let's give a round of applause. Hey, 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 you know, uh, we come full circle. Uh, uh, let's still go be uh, unbroken as Queen Mother makes her way to uh, uh, the bedroom. So uh, let's go to Monique's people and let us know about the, uh, the impact of overall training. Brother Maurice. Brother Maurice. Yes. Yes. Can you let some of the audience respond to Sister Kilana's question about the okay, tour. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So I have a process, and then we're gonna go go okay. back to that. So uh, after we do that, because so uh, uh, remember, uh, Keith, uh, Monique was with us at the Sunda. She was with us at the Expo, and she was with us uh, at Come Hear Me Now. So um, and Monique, Monique, uh, uh, um, Kilana um, has has new job. That will be Monique. So we will go through her. Because Monique's in charge of overall training for school. All right? Sir? How you doing, brothers and sisters? How y'all doing tonight? 
Um, just quickly, who I am, I'm a dental lab technician. Um, my name is Abdul. Um, I work often with um, Monique um, overall training. And uh, basically what we do there is uh, we're doing training in dental, dental assistant, dental lab tech, uh, future extended duty assistant. So, um, you know, as you know, with dental, there's not a lot of black people that do dental, to be honest with you. In the dental lab that I work now, I am the only black man at the dental lab. Um, so we encourage brothers and sisters to do things, um, just to do just to do part, especially uh, these professional services, take advantage. Um, so please, you know, if you're interested in overall training, contact Ms. Dudley ASAP. Um, so, yeah, so I just wanted to say that. And, um, yeah, excuse me. Anything y'all wanted to say? Anything y'all wanted to know? Excuse me, yeah. This was um, Philly only. Most of most most of my students are from North. So, Pennsylvania certified, so we. Um. All right. So, uh, brother, uh, brother, uh. We thank you for the work that it is that you have done. You remember how most long than I have, bro? Long than I have. So let us know what it is that you are doing now and how it is that we can assist. I'm going to watch Sorry, I muted. Good evening, everyone. Um, yeah, I was um, actually lived around the corner, well, a couple blocks from sister, a queen mother, um, Fatal and Dave Fatal. So back in the early 70s, I got involved with them um, and was involved with them. Uh, still involved. All right. So we're talking about uh, Queen Mother Moore could tell you probably around 50 years now uh, uh, since the house of Moses almost uh, started. Uh, so new, excuse me, I had a version now called the Father's Day Rally Committee. Uh, we've been in existence now this year for 32 years. Uh, we came together um, as a group of black men uh, when there was no social media. Uh, there wasn't no Facebook or tweet or uh, snapshot, none of that going on. And, and back then, there was a constant bombardment of negative images of black men, and we decided to challenge, particularly the news media, which was TV stations and and the print media um, to challenge them on this cosmic bombardment of negative images. Um, and uh, we also found out when we had our first meeting, all the brothers in the meetings around 10 of us, we all were fathers. And we talked about this whole issue about fatherhood and um, promoting fatherhood and the images of black fathers. And uh, we decided that we knew we were going to challenge um, news media about negative images, we had to show them positive images. And we decided to do the Father's Day picnic. Uh, for 30 years, we did a Father's Day picnic in the city of Philadelphia um, and also honor fathers in the city of Philadelphia. We also, when we started the organization 32 years ago, we, uh, back in 1990, held a press conference and said we are in a state of emergency in the city of Philadelphia around violence. Uh, because it was 501 murders then, um, and we held a series of rallies and meetings encouraging communities to get involved to deal with the level of violence back then. So basically, that's most of the work we've been doing. We ran 
one of the first right to pastors programs in the city of Philadelphia. We run group sessions for men. Um, we're into the Juvenile Justice Center every week, um, engaging young men in the center. I was there today with them. Um, and there's a whole set of activities we're doing, but it's all, all activities, main of trust is to promote positive images of black males that is built up here. Um, also, one of the roles I've been serving for a lot of years recently is I'm working with unifying organizations in the city of Philadelphia that are working around trying to reduce violence. Uh, we recently, as of three weeks ago, held a retreat um, out in um, Exton, Pennsylvania. There's 65 individuals from organizations to talk about operational unity, how we could work together. Uh, we are going to redo uh, another uh, follow-up to that retreat in March, uh, so I can get, share that information with folks. So that's kind of work I'm doing. Um, and the inspirational uh, part of my work, or, or the person who really I have to give full credit to, and I don't hesitate saying it, is Queen Mother, Queen Mother Fatah, um, for her um, bringing me in with Dave and working with them um, throughout the 70s, trying to reduce gang deaths in the city of Philadelphia. He's an excellent mentor. Excellent. Hi. Lisa's taking a break. So um, up next, um, has everyone had an opportunity to speak? Salal, did you speak? Yes. Okay. All right. So um, just to let everyone know, I'm Jacqueline Taylor Adams. <laughs> um, this show is also being streamed on Master Grill Radio. And so in 15 minutes after the close, it'll be syndicated. Um, well, within 24 hours, you'll be able to find it on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Deezer, and all other well, you have an opportunity to share um, everything. So if we're, um, you know, speaking in terms of outcomes while we're waiting for Mr. Henderson to come back, if everybody, uh, if, you know, you have, say, 30 seconds, what would you give us as an outcome that you would seek? Um, and, and what's that one message you want to put out there? You know, people are listening in. Why are Voice to men dying so soon. So, I mean, how would you speak to that? What if you had, you know, 30 seconds, whole world listening? What would you say? And let's start off with my share. Um, I say I think the reason why um people are dying, most of boys are dying because um I agree with Hezekiah said um I feel like we don't have a we have a lack of discipline um or more so a standard um and I feel like if you were to teach kids, because you know what Frederick Douglass said, it's easier to prepare broken kids than it is to prepare broken men. I feel like um, if you fix kids while we're young, especially teenagers, like, like my age, by the time they get to like 21 and stuff like that, they'll have a, a set formula or um, standards that they'll go by to where um, their lives will become easier. So I feel like if we, if we, if we help kids now, they'll become better. 
Awesome. Um, Bilal, you next. Bilal, can you open up? Uh, Keith asked a question um, about the tour. So, so right about now, the schools are not allowed us to go in to schools and to the fall. I do have the list of all the and city of Philadelphia. But sometimes you got to look at it. This is the ask. If Osage is involved with this school, Bashir has a school. That may be a starting point. And then Douglas Walker, he has a program that Sister Kalani should be one of the stars. So that is a possibility. So now we have to ask. Maurice, can I add that we have a few job fairs that we can absolutely have the autonomy to do a few different things uh, strategically. Yeah. Okay. I'm right, you know, so, 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 so that's what I'm saying. I couldn't do now for us to open up the door for what it is that we can do. We have a lot of performers and speakers that can assist uh, Bilal with Father's um, Day Valley. We have a lot of things that have availability. So my question is, what can uh, we offer what it is that um, – we can do. One of the things about uh, the tour, I want to make sure that we have David uh, Montgomery's film documentary, the House of the Moses film documentary, uh, the new House of the Moses, uh, the House of the Moses movie, the new House of the Moses uh, documentary. Um, I think Bill L's on it. I'm on it. I think Rob is on it. I think Ose is on it. And I think Keith is, is on it. So we have projects. Uh, we have qualified their, uh, we have professional vision going. So my ask is, uh, what all it is that we can bring to the table to make things happen in terms of a campaign, a mission uh, to march us into uh, uh, the future. Um, and then when we get to the eighth of y'all, it's going to be all videos, uh, all the products, and then. Um, we will let the music and the words do the talking. We will hear from Douglas Rucker, Joseph Dunsdown. We will hear from Sister uh, Kalan. We will hear from different people. I am going to charge Oprah. If you can load up anything from what it is uh, that you have from your music uh, catalog, that would be good. If Rob can hold up anything, I think Monique is going to hold up. So I want us to have a positive discussion, some kind of outcome-based asset measure, because now we are a thought leader that can leave this earth better than how we found it. So um, as, uh, I'm not going to see age, but as one of the senior members allows you, uh, what's your thought on this? You know, one day we all going to be You know, so, uh, so Abdul is traveling because that's the overall thing. Do. They hit the road uh, now. Uh, no, so let's go to Rob. Rob comes from us from Atlanta. Let me not be shy. Uh, Rob hangs out with Larry Lab and a lot of Uh 
he's from ADAC, he's from National Black Art School, the Warrior Tour, and I am in Harvard, studying at Harvard, adolescent self-destruction. And I said, Rob, this is this will not go well. And will you come back to Philly? And he came back and he's done a phenomenal job. So Rob, you know, Rob. Is anyone new? Um, how does this thing work? I'm asking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. Now, now, so, what, what, now, what are we doing? Uh, right, so, so I'm saying, so now, we're talking about doing a tour, showing the film, uh, having a uh, prophetic book, do book sales, and performance. Uh, how do you play a role uh, in this? Because you know, you got a book, you got a performance. And you can speak. So, what role do you think that you play? Um, well, due due to from from I guess my my passions and and my calling mm-hmm. with people and and my gift with uh, writing. I I love structure. I love organization. I love um, coming up with with plans and 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 developing um, applicable uh, means to be able to put things in place. Um, I love when we sit down and come with, together, you know, with a cohesiveness, you know, bringing our ideas and our expertise together. But now it's time to implement. You know, we got to be willing to understand structure and organization, be willing to put the right people in the right place. Um, and it's not about uh, stature. It's not about, you know, anybody trying to have prestige, but it's about putting the right person with, with the right heart and the right vision and, and the right experience to lead in that area and for us to come together and just, just move forward. And I'm a part of uh, being able to bring my, my words, my experience, my education, um, and, and my organizational skills to be able to do whatever, you know, to be able to creatively think outside the box and most of all, many times, throw the box away. <laughs> to be able to come up with, you know, the right ideas. You know, we got to go on what tradition says to do. We have to look at the condition of the people and what the, the hearts of the people and the needs of the people and, and to hear from the people and then apply our, our skills, our gifts, our talents, and expertise to develop the necessary fundamentals to be able to help facilitate the goals and objectives of the people. So... And and, and and then so we're live here at the house. Uh, and Dr. Jones is back on the line. But one thing, let me say it one more time. Uh, Jerome is here. Monique and Jerome. Dr. Jones, let's make this here thing uh, happen. And, uh, you know, all of the doctors, soon to be doctors, we're going to need your work. Uh, Survive. So let's go to Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones, welcome back. Dr. Jones? Uh, I'm here. Thank you. Right. So, so, so tell us about what you, what you found out when you started working with juvenile justice. What did you find out? Well, one of the things I found out was, now I'll say that this that was really important. I grew up in West Philadelphia, you know, down the bottom, uh, faced a lot of challenges. And my experience was that a lot of students were dropping out of school, dropping out of, you know, their whole K 
K-12 experience and not going further than that. And when I got to college, I found the same thing. A lot of students, especially African-Americans, were dropping out of school. And I felt that there was something that I needed to do further. I ran a program on campus called Act 101 where low-income first-generation students were coming to college. But still were all these struggles. And, um, and that's kind of what inspired me to write this book because I saw that, and really it, it applies to what's been happening with the students in COVID-19 because a lot of them, you know, a lot of them have not been learning like they should be learning over the last couple of years. We're going to send them to college, and they're really not prepared for college or even some trade school. And so study habits is a big issue. And that was the first book I decided to write called Seven Pieces of How to Study because I wanted to get K-12, especially those high school, middle school, and first-year college students some strategies on how to earn the best grades and what are the the things that work in terms of managing their time and procrastination and how they can get over the procrastination toward their goals and achieve their goals. And then I wrote a book for the parents. I wrote a scholarship book. I've kind of traveled all over the country really trying to reduce the dropout rate and increase the graduation rate and working with these students. I think, you know, a lot of it is, you know, we give them, we want them to build a house, but we're not equipping them or giving them the tools to build the house. And so that's been my goal to give them the tools in terms of how to study, how to take a test, how to manage your time, how to be more organized, how to get over test taking anxiety. A lot of our children have test taking anxiety. Just the idea that to sit down and take this test can throw them off. So, just giving them the strategies that will help them be successful in those areas has been a mission of my last, the last 20 years or so in the various books that I've written. And I continue to go out and do seminars and webinars, and now I have online courses to help the students to learn how to study as well. And really just want to, I want to reach a million people. I want to reach millions of people with these resources and help them to be successful. That's my goal. And, and then, you know, so as I'm here with Jackie Taylor out with Nashville, one of the things that we're trying to do, I'm trying to create a people of color uh, networking programming and activities and events uh, to go uh, on tour. So we have the apparatus of television, radio, film, and publishing. It is us, it is up to us to do the work. A long time ago now, uh, the Black Men's Council started. This was in the 90s. I had no idea that this would be a movement. And OSA said, listen, remember the Black Men's Conference? Uh, remember the uh, American, uh, African American Male Empowerment Summit? OSA was uh, in part of that. And you know, to be in Mississippi was OSA. To be in Michigan was OSA. Um, to be in Philadelphia, New Jersey, and uh, D.C. Um, now it, it, it's time for us to uh, shut it down, lock it down, and show up. Um, so um, it, it is our duty um, to move this thing forward. Uh, we go from age 90 to three mother to uh, Bashir to 18. That's a lot of decades. That's a lot of generations. That's a lot of uh, millennials that um, that we have to take advantage of and be uh, responsible. So, and I, and I say, you no, know, baby mama uh, drama. Girls 
uh, mature earlier than boys. Um, and certain things happen in the womb and in the belly. So what, and that's our innocence. Now we step outside, we see uh, who we are. Um, and, no, and no folks for 35 years, 40 years, and we are still here. And that's why we are here. So I keep asking folks, how do I know you all? Uh, Jerome said 20 years. Mosey said at least 35. Um, Dr. Jones, I'm not going to ask you, um, you know, how long uh, it has been. Um, but it's been a long time. So um, where do we go from here? You know, I met, I've been on Bilal since um, the 80s. Um, she's still looking young. Uh, and, and then, you know, so um, don't thank me. Thank the ancestors. Thank the elders. Thank the griots. Thank those who have come before us. I always say, uh, the sins of the fathers and those faults uh, solely on those who have addressed the greatness falls upon our shoulders. We have to leave this world better than how we found it. We have to turn the tide. We have to be change agents. Uh, we have to make sure that we counter the conspiracy to destroy black boys. We are more than a conscience. We are made for this. Um, okay, this is uh, your time to talk to us, my brother, the king. All right, brother. Um, I, I must, I must say, um, learn, know, and do. Learn our assignment. What we have to, what we have to. Um, do to get ourselves right and our children right. Um, know, know the importance of failure and change that. Bring that structure in and build our children up. And do to whatever is necessary to ensure that our children survive. You know, one of the things, we, we have had this conversation, I had this conversation with um, Maurice for, for 30 years. Um, how do we do it? How do, how do we, um, you know, save our, save our children and um, make, them, make them valuable? And, and my, my one word for that is to engage and engage that at every level. I think that is that is most important, and the communication between um, the different organizations. I think that's important. We need to know, we need to have a, a whole directory of every organization, uh, every resource that we have, a one a one um, stop shop. Um, and with that, anybody that comes to young kids for housing, medical services jobs, we can point you to one one website that's ours, that belongs to us, and they can click on it and it will it will connect us. We will be interconnected. And I think that's that's the most important thing. These are the things that we should set up um many meetings, ongoing meetings, um, to ensure 
that these things can, you know, these things can happen for us and, and by us. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, so Jose mentioned to me about Phil's victimization. Um, so, um, and Monique from overall training, uh, everything I learned, everything I know, is um, I got in publication. Monique is getting me to work on a dictionary. And so now, Jose, I got you. So I, I'm working on a directory of black folks soon. And this is a. Um, I got you from this, from this, um, so I don't sleep until I get things uh, uh, done. Uh, Bashir, are you on? Yeah. So, uh, Bashir, as the uh, newly elected president of the Association of African American Young Entrepreneurs, and you better know it, you better put it in the pocket. Any school you want to go to, I can pick up the phone and call the president. I can call the deans. I can call the alumni. As Jerome said, I met the president of one big school. Who does this? Okay. No, so tell us, um, what is your desire? What do you uh, like most? So we don't play them again. What you like? Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't, I don't know what you mean by like. I mean, this, this okay. being here is a lot. I mean. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you. So, speak, speak, speak to your future and, and your child's future. Um, well, I want to be a lawyer. Um, I want to be a defense attorney. Um, I want to be the biggest defense attorney in the country, and then um, probably run for um, U.S. Attorney General. And, and then, so I laugh and joke, and Ose know this to be true. For my tour, uh, we have ten members who are lawyers. They ain't never lost a case. <laughs> You know, so, you know, as long as you ask about your, your wants, needs, and desires, and counseling skills, and skills, we are available for them. Um, you know, and so as I speak to Ozan, he tells me that um, he's been around for a long year, and um, he requires us to be in his life. So, Ose, when you've been in the life of us for all these years, what was it and what did it look like in your past and your present and future? I think, um, I think it was, it was, it was um, stabilizing for me because I, I came around at 23. So at 23, I still had a, I still had a mind, I still had a, I have one foot in the street and one foot out. So having men around me that can not only provide answers, but could provide direction helped me mature much faster. Um, men that you can actually reach out to at any time of the night and actually, you know, they actually become your circle, part of your, your inner circle. And that helped me to mature changed my mindset and at the same time they brought history with it. So once I learned my you know, learned better about my, my, my history, you know, my conversation changed. People, places and things began to change. So things that I would gravitate to because all of my friends was in the street. Everybody was in a game. So 
it made it a little bit more easier for me just to move away from that and then focus on saving my community and saving, you know, saving my people. Right, okay. So um, who's next? What about Brother Jerome? Has he had a turn? Bilal? Okay, Bilal, can you move on now? One moment, Brother Jerome. Bilal. Yes. There you go. There you go. We've been trying to get you on. (laughs) I talked earlier. Like I said. You've been with the House of Moses long, and I've I've been knowing you for over 35 years. And so, the Father's Day rally, what does that look like for a young person, a young father like Bashir, who's in need of help? What does that look like? We are two things we're doing. One is that we're kind of, we are not kind of, we're reorganizing. Um, This is our 32nd year. Um, We're getting new board members on board. Um, and we're trying to refocus um, back on the whole issue about fathers. Uh, and I mean by refocus is our name's the Father's Day Rally Committee, um, but to really spend more time developing programs and initiatives to support fathers. Because we realize um, two things, uh, I talked to the Queen Mother about this, is that one, the black community has to take ownership of this issue that us the state that we're in. No one else is going to solve this problem but us. So we got to take ownership. And the ownership has to be in clearly, in my eyesight, and in the, in the members of my board is um, clearly how we get more and more fathers involved in this uh, and daughters' lives. Um, so that's what we're going to be doing a lot of activities this year, uh, 2022, as we move forward. And we're open. I mean, the young brothers, he, if he's a father, we'd we love to have him come part of the organization. Um, hey, 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 Abdul, how did you leave the house of the movie, get on the road, and then and then and then uh, bring your child home? This is this is this is this is overall over real. This is over thin. But what's going on, bro? We're gonna say I move fast, man. Say hi to Anaya. Say hi. She's four, four years old, my, my, my daughter. Yeah, yeah. And Mr. Abdul has been a teacher and has been my rock for years, years. We've been in the classroom, in the street, on the stage, and everywhere else with each other. So I just want to let you know, Mr. Abdul, right now in front of everyone, that I appreciate you at 100%. And I just thank you so much. The gratitude. Thank you. No problem. I appreciate you as well. And Queen Mother said that she likes the comments that come from this by Sheer to be a part of Youth Magazine. So, um, so, so somebody just said Jackie was crazy, mom. Jackie said let's um, transcend it. Let's put a lot of discussion in writing. So, so, and that's my great expectation that lies with that we can do because we have a lot of stuff in um. In the House of Moody magazine, from uh, Ose and Rob and 10 other writers from California, Atlanta, throughout the country. So, this is what it is that we need to do. Um, you know, so my publishing house has been dormant for a while. Um, I want to give that to Jackie and um, 
and uh, Jerome, uh, my recording is on the gift of Hezekiah. Hezekiah, that includes this video. Um, so, and, and the whole idea, Keith has walked down production, he has Elihu, and he has the house of reconciliation. Um, we have properties, um, we have intellectual properties, we have civil rights, um, and we have um, global, uh, the global creative economy. So that's important. So let me ask you a question. No one ever said, let me do a theme song, PSA, for the House of Reconciliation. No one said, let me do a theme song, PSA, for OR training. No one never said, let me do a theme song for the House of Remote. Um Okay. Okay. Jackie said, and then, and then no one said, do a something from CDC. Uh, to and show me. So these are, these are whole ideas that it is that um, we keep the casting in two weeks. About two weeks, I'll be casting for a new television series in South Philadelphia. I'm shooting a television series called Point Breeze, where I'll be trying to uh, discuss things and deal with issues. Uh, dealing with gentrification, things that black folks are not doing, trying to teach them how we can be a part of this gentrification. And also, stop violence. You know, so we have a lot of things. Uh, so let me impose you to say for everyone, what do you think that your commitment could be short-term and long-term? As
that's how they can hook me up with the, the, the that I was the first person, the first artist to to demonstrate their equipment. Um, the first producer. Um, if you look the video up, and that's how I got that position because I'm also the creator of Beat Society Live. And uh, all this is in conjunction with Beat Society Live. This summer, I will be bringing Night Wonder to Philadelphia with, with the producer Knot, which is my old friend that produces Buster Rhymes and everybody else. Crisis. All this is my Beat Society alumni crew, the people that I help make, that I help make famous. Bring them all to Philly. Uh, we're doing shows. We put some local acts on there, too. And uh, I wanted to make it a big deal, and I would love to have everybody involved in this, make this big event, and because it's about the kids. And what uh, my goal is with these kids, I want to give them um, the foundation because they, they, they give a man a fish and he'll for a day. You teach them how to fish, he'll live forever. What is the fish? Q-Tip said the fish is the, fish is, uh, the key. And what is the key? Now, Q-Tip said, Q-Tip from a tribe called Quest said, if knowledge is the key, then just show me the lock. If knowledge is the key, then just show me the lock. X-Clan says, this is protected by the red, the black, and the green with the key. Right? Jay-Z and all of them say, I got the keys, the keys, the keys is the knowledge. And, and then, then one of y'all earlier said, yeah, you get a whole bunch of knowledge, and you know, but you need guidance. So 5% is called that right knowledge. It's the difference between knowledge because it gets jumbled. And then it's the difference between right knowledge and your guidance. So we are here to guide these young people with right knowledge and knowledge itself, which, which, which can free them from this, from this mental slavery, right? Because if you can see... Um, through the bullshit, which is word magic, because then you got, they got to understand word magic, too. So you got to understand how we got here, how we got divided as, as black men and black youth. The youth and the F. So, so oh, instead of wisdom, we became old heads. How did that happen? Well, after, after the 70s and the 80s, the crack epidemic, they came in the 90s. These 80 babies grew up in the 90s, right? So what came at that? Oh, you had bad boys. You, you were saying you, you grew up, you went to prison home for, um, earlier. And you was a bad boy in the street. Well, what did bad boy do? What did Puffy do? Oh, Puffy, and forgive him, because I think he learned his lesson. What Puffy did was, was take the knowledge, and these kids couldn't get the knowledge from the conscious rap. So how did he do that word magic? What was the word? What did he call a, a, a thinking piece that was trying to get these kids to think? A magic word, just like, just like anti-Semite, just like homophobic, where you can't talk about it. What's the magic word where you can't listen to it? He called us player haters. Made it uncool to listen to conscious rappers, to, to logic, and to thinking, and to critical thinking became non-cool. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, uh, that part, hold, on, hold on. Let me let me finish. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. Let me finish. Bro. And forgive bro. him. Bro. Forgive him. Bro. But but we okay. got to give them knowledge of tongue and knowledge of their tongue. There's a, there's there's God in your tongue. There's God. Generator, operator, destroyer. You got to teach them the more lessons, the more's lessons. Generate. You you have a double-edged sword in your tongue, like Wu Tang. You can turn that. You can turn that word into a sword. The words is double-edged. You can generate or destroy. So you can generate in any and anything. Everything from your tongue has karma. Okay. All right. So we're going to give them that knowledge yourself. All right. Hold on. So um, let me say this to you as I'm getting okay. There's is. Uh, a, a thing called one minute lecture. It's a TED talk. I'm sorry, y'all was going for a while, so I thought I'd talk and I thought I cramped it up. It's pretty nice. Uh, 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 right. So, so it's. it's I thought uh, I was one, good on time. Uh, okay, so it's a one minute lecture, and it's a TED talk, 
and then it's the elevator. That's what young people um, need to hear from us. A lot of times we um, we don't quote uh, resources, uh, we don't quote ideas, we don't quote where to go. You said what I'm bringing to the table. No, okay. Time next. 
What happens if you change the first? Does it dry up like a face sun or fester like a sword and rock? Does it sink like right meat, crushed it too over a stabby tooth? Does it sag like a heavy load or does it explode? What happens to a dream of the first? Clock me for a minute. The same. The same. You know, because this is sponsored by the University of Pennsylvania. And as they listen, and they need speakers, I have to classify who we are and make a choice. But they, they, they choose us. That's what it is that I'm saying. So, um, um, let's go in. Uh, are we cool? As a guy, are we cool? And, and, and as a guy, yeah, why, yeah, why would we do Okay, I, I forgot. What is your name mean in the Bible? Uh, Hezekiah is uh, he who God gave strength to. He who God gave strength to. Okay. Um, so, uh, as we move into. He was, he was, he was, the, he was the, uh, the king of Judah, tribe of Judah, the one that brought all the, all the tribes together. Well, you know, yeah, my older brother is a 5 center. My, my brother, my brother, Andrew's brother, uh, he has cerebral palsy which is why my studio closed because I was taking care of him during the pandemic because the nurses quit. I took care of him. So I, I, I took care of him during the pandemic. He's a Rasta. So I was raised under a Rasta. Then I was raised under a Kasa. Kasa is a friend of uh, uh, the, the, the um, Bob Marley's, you know, mother, you know, and because I'm from Delaware and Marley's from Delaware, you know, Kasa raised us um, as far as the Rasta knowledge. And, my cousin is Muslim. If you look at my uh, my my, my uh, forgiveness videos, I, I got my cousin um, drumming. She's Muslim with the hijib, so I understand the sister's great with the Muslim community, not letting her sing and stuff like that. So my, my cousin went through the same thing as a drummer. She's in my video drumming. Um, okay. Diversity. Okay. Diversity is very important. Okay. So uh, I'm asking all my audience, Kilan, Ose, Rob, Never else for the word. Let's go into quotes from your signature pieces, which you are known for. No more than one minute. And I, I, I have a guy, you and two. Who wants to go first? Maurice. Yes. I'm going to have to disconnect. Okay. Uh, yeah, I have to disconnect. But um, I just want to end with this, um, Brother Hezekiah, man. Um, you know. You, you spoke truth, but I want to make sure that um, we connect so Marisa, you know, give you my number, and we can have a further conversation on all you said. Um, but I, I, I would say this, um, what we had here was very important, necessary. We should have this um, more often. This should not be a one-time event. And keep um, the blessing to all of y'all um, and everything that you bring to the table for our people. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work, limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.